0: From Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes. We break down the big political news affecting Wisconsin. I'm Ayan Silver, speaking with J.R. Ross, editor of wispolitics.com. He provides a roundup of the Wisconsin developments you need to know. Here's our latest conversation. Hi, JR. welcome back to Capital Notes.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: As we've talked about here before, some Wisconsin municipalities, including Milwaukee, are facing severe budget cuts to major services like policing and public transportation after years of limited state funds going to local government. The funds are called shared revenue, and they've been frozen for about the last 20 years. Democratic Governor Tony Evers proposed increasing shared revenue by more than $550 million in his budget. This week, Republicans released their own shared revenue bill. What are the key points?
1: The key points are that one, There would be about $227 million more going into county municipal aid, which is the direct payments from the, the state to local governments. And then two, there would be a option for Milwaukee County and Milwaukee, the city, to raise a new sales tax to beat their pension obligations. The third component are a series of restrictions on how local governments operate that are kind of like a Republican wish list for Milwaukee and uh, other other areas of the state and how they think things should run and the blockade to those endeavors the last 5 years has been Tony Evers and his veto pen so they see this bill as a way to a put more money into local governments which they all everybody agrees in the capital should be done b give Milwaukee an option to uh, address its pension problems but at a price and that price are things like banning property taxes being used to maintain, operate, or expand the streetcar Milwaukee, um, requiring a two-thirds vote by both the city council or common council and the county board of Milwaukee to raise spending going forward. I mean, just a series of of measures like that that Republicans feel like, look, if we're going to give you this option, we want something in return, and their belief that Milwaukee needs to focus more on uh, basically preventing crime and uh, law enforcement than anything else.
0: What's been the pushback to having those kinds of uh, contingencies, requirements like also like citations and arrests to get uh, the money that the police would have to, and not cutting money to police, things like that?
1: Yeah, so to so that point, there's a maintenance of effort requirements called for law enforcement, fire, and emergency medical services. Basically, it means you have to show that you are have, have the same commitment in terms of spending or uh, resources toward law enforcement year to year— to keep getting this additional shared revenue. In the version of the bill that was rolled out this week, there were four options to meet that maintenance of effort requirement. So for law enforcement, for example, it's any two of the four. It can be staffing levels, it can be expenditures, or there's an option for the number of citations written or arrests for breaking local ordinances. Now, again, the combination of two of the four, so you don't have to rely on the citations or the arrests, but it's an option for you. There's been some pushback on that because there's also a state law that says you cannot require a law, law enforcement officer to have a quota for citations. So in talking to Tony Kurtz, one of the architects of the bill, a Republican from Wanawak in western Wisconsin, he said that they're going to look at that, make sure that it's not a, an issue, uh, there's not conflict there between those, that proposal and current state law. So it's one of these that may be tweaked before it's all said and done, but it's definitely something that's got a little bit of people's attention.
0: And there was a public hearing last Thursday before the assembly's local government committee on the shared revenue bill. It's assembly bill 245. Mayors like Kenosha mayor, John Antaramian and Racine Mayor Cory Mason spoke a lot of other people. Mason said that Racine is in a dire situation. and needs the money that Evers originally proposed, basically to make payroll and to keep the lights on. What else came out of that hearing?
1: a number of things, there really, you know, Milwaukee has been a big focus because of the referendum. So under the GOP bill, uh, the county, which currently has a 0.5% sales tax, could add 0.375%. The city of Milwaukee could do 2%, but it has to be approved via referendum and would only go toward really paying off the pension obligations. Both the mayor and executive have told lawmakers, look, that's going to be a tough sell um, because you're talking about asking residents to pay, raise their taxes to pay for decisions that were made years ago by previous city and county officials. That's not an easy sell uh, to make to the public. And they're worried that if you don't pass that referendum, then what? Because if you have to keep that maintenance of effort for law enforcement, for example, but don't have additional revenues, you're talking about massive cuts to city services in Milwaukee. That would be a, a major problem. So that's one thing. Another, you know, just these local restrictions, uh, there's been some pushback on those. It's going to be interesting to watch when they get a final version of the bill done how much of it stays in. I'm not sure all these things are baked in for sure just yet. And there's a difference in how Evers proposed doing things and Republican lawmakers proposed doing them. You know, Evers wanted to put more money in the pot for local governments. Um, there would be about $550 million do- dollars more. And that would include, you know, a... Pot of money for law enforcement, essentially medical, uh, fire, EMS, those kinds of things. So, the Republican plan is different though in how it divvies up the money. It really is geared toward helping smaller communities, a lot of whom, a lot of which are re- represented by Republicans. And also, with shared revenue, uh, there's a lot of pots of money in there, but county municipal aid is the big one for local governments. And we don't really have a formula anymore for how it's divvied up because that program was cut several times the last two decades. So. Uh, about 2004, we went to a system where what you got the previous year was going to be your payment going forward with a couple of adjustments. But that old formula before that went away was based on kind of a per capita payment. So if you were a poorer community, you got more money per capita under that program than if you were a wealthier community. Well, this new proposal from Republicans does it differently. So if you did really well on the old system way back when and are a high per capita payment community like a Racine – you don't get as big a boost as if you are a low per capita payment community, um, the wealthier one, because there's a disparity now in terms of how much means they're getting. It's not even. And so Republicans feel like that should be, that should be changed. Evers want to use the existing system, do it differently. Um, so it's just a, a different approach. It results in different impacts to communities. And the question is, what's this final bill going to look like? And I think we have a little bit of ways to go before we get an answer on that question.
0: All right. Well, we've talked about the budget process before on Capital Notes. For anyone who needs a refresher, it's our March 13th episode. Um, but what I'm wondering is this shared revenue bill from Republicans is a separate bill from the budget. How do they interact?
1: So we're watching. So we got a bill draft from Republicans. We're watching to see if that's the final version. The plan is to push this as a separate bill ahead of the budget. That would then allow Republicans to see, OK, does Evers sign the thing? So they can then build their budget around it. Because remember, the, well, the key funding piece of this is they would take we have a five-cent sales tax right now in Wisconsin imposed by the state. It would take one penny of that and dedicate it toward a new segregated fund to pay for these local aids from the state. Um, along with county municipal aid, there would be a full repeal of personal property tax, which is a, a tax that businesses pay on, pay on equipment. There are other property tax exemptions that are backfilled by the state because of lost revenue by locals that all be covered by that pot of money. So we're watching to see how that kind of discussion plays out and what happens with this bill, but it allow Republicans to say, okay, the governor signed it, let's say he does, then we can they can then build their budget around the idea of, okay, this is in place, we know what locals are going to get, let's now do the rest of this thing and kind of get it taken care of.
0: So you were expecting Republicans to push aside Evers' proposals and craft their own big bill like this, right?
1: Yes, yeah. And now the big question is, will Evers sign it? Um, last week he said he would veto the bill, um, as is, that it didn't give enough money to locals and had too many provisions in it, um, and talking to people, they're really kind of watching to see, is that really going to happen, or is that more like kind of trying to lay down a marker of, I need something different. And look, you've got a Democratic governor and Republican lawmakers, and you actually have a little bit of a division between the two houses. I don't know that Senate Republicans are as on board with some of the things in this bill as Assembly Republicans are. So... The two things to watch are, one, will there be a requirement in the final bill for a referendum to approve the county and city sales tax? Evers, and his proposal, had a 1% sales tax for Milwaukee city and county to share. The argument, and also want to require a referendum, the reason why he's opposed to this one is 1%, you could kind of see how that could get passed, especially with no strings attached to how it's spent. This kind of an increase, which would push the city of Milwaukee to a combined sales tax of seven point eight seven five percent right? That's a little bit tougher sell, especially when people know it's going just toward pension costs. So could, could Republicans, for example, maybe change the bill in terms of the referendums and agree to take those out? Maybe. Maybe then you, Evers is okay with some more of the Milwaukee things. Maybe. What I'm getting at is this is a negotiation right now. Everybody's kind of laying out where they're at. Robin Voss and the Speaker said, hey, look, this is pretty much done. You know, we're not making major change. We'll talk about stuff, we're not making major changes. Talking to Senate Republicans, they're like, well, there's some things that we're open to changing. We're going to see. They're, they're still working on it. And Evers is saying this this veto threat. So we're all in this kind of, they call it sausage making the Capitol. It's not always pretty. It's not always um, um, expedient, but they're trying to find a way to get everybody to yes. The question is, what does that yes look like? And is there a happy medium where the governor could sign a bill that has restrictions on local governments, has some Milwaukee stuff, but it doesn't have a referendum requirement. Or, you know, there's some alternative out there. And this is the other thing about this whole negotiation. There is no good alter, all, no good option for Milwaukee, city or county, if this fails. Um, Republicans are not going to bail out the city and county, like just give them a pot of money and say, hey, here you go. Pay off your pension obligations. We're going to take care of all your problems from all the decisions your leaders made years ago. That's not going to happen. So if this sales tax fails, if this bill fails, then what's the alternative? That's the great unknown, this whole thing, that I I can't answer right now about what they might do if this does not work.
0: And what sort of pushback were you seeing on all the strings that were attached to the Milwaukee money? I mean, are Milwaukee local leaders, are their hands sort of tied because of what you're saying? They don't really have any other good options?
1: Well, there are definitely a number of local leaders who are saying they don't like this. They can infringe upon local control. But if you listen close to the mayor and the county executive... They're focused on that referendum question no they don't like the things that are being proposed for milwaukee um, you know that that's taking away local control but at the same time their big concern is this pot of money that could come from the sales tax and how it could fix these pension problems because there is a fiscal cliff facing the city and county and if they can't fix it they are in a world of hurt so you know i, I don't think the county executive or the mayor like these things that are in there about milwaukee but they may be able to live with them people tell me if they can get that sales tax referendum piece pushed out and just have an enabling uh, provision that would allow the common council and county board to approve those sales tax increases without going to referendum. Now, those are a lot of, a lot of moving pieces. We'll see how it all works out in the end. But I think for, for those two, it's really about the money. Like That is really needed for Milwaukee city and county to address what's going on with them financially.
0: All right. And last question, Republicans who control the giant finance committee have also gotten rid of more than 500 items from Evers two-year budget. What are some of those items?
1: Oh, it it covers a gamut from expanding Medicaid on the Affordable Care Act to legalizing marijuana to gun regulations. Um, It's a whole host of things. And they also took those things up. But then they went and moved the entire budget bill back to quote unquote base, which all that means is they're working off current law and this is kind of a in the weeds thing here, but in what they did, the effect was those 545 items they took out of the budget that Evers proposed, they're telling Democrats in the committee, you can't bring those back up and talk about them going forward. So Democrats can have a motion every day saying, we should legalize marijuana, right? That that can't happen now. They can try, but they'll be shot down. There's stuff that Evers proposed that they did not take out of the budget in that motion. Those things can come back in, even though we're back at base, they can bring those things back up. So for example, Evers proposed money uh, to continue subsidizing childcare. care. Uh, he used federal money to do it uh, under the ARPA funds. He's proposing taking state money down to that That was taken out of the budget and going to base, but you can bring it back up. It can be discussed again going forward. There's like $10 bucks a year for early literacy programs. That was taken out and going to base, but it wasn't part of the motion the 545 items, right? So they can come back and talk about it again. There are things like that that Evers wants that, I get the impression there will be some version of what he proposed, maybe not exactly what he wanted, but we'll see something like that. For, for example, um, the committee last week uh, invested or proposed investing $7 bucks in state money in the Medical College of Wisconsin to help create more psychiatrists, investing in psychiatry residen- residencies. That matched what Evers wanted. So even though they moved the bill back to base, they still took it Evers' idea, embraced it, put it in there because they have some shared goals. The question is how many shared goals make it in the budget And do they spend as much as Evers wanted? Do they look the same way? That's to be determined.
0: A lot happening in the state capitol these days, JR.
1: Never boring around here, I'll tell you that much.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks for joining me on Capital Notes. Anytime. That was JR Ross of wispolitics.com speaking with me, WUWM's Maayan Silver. Listen for our segments every Monday with an extended segment on Lake Effect. And check out the Capital Notes podcast wherever you get your podcasts.